This is the Feminine Podcast, the official podcast of Feminem, discussing all things femme, a little bit of EM, and everything in between. I'm Jenny Beck Esme, editor in chief of Feminem. Next up from our Fix 19 conference is an inspiring talk from Dr. Jordana Haber. Dr. Haber is the Director of Simulation and Director for Clinical Education for the Emergency Medicine Residency Program at University Medical Center in Las Vegas. I think now is a particularly good time for this talk to be released, because now is a time for big ideas. Dr. Haber worries that far too often, we abandon our great ideas prematurely. So, she has developed four key strategies to move your vision to action. Enjoy! Thank you all. I'm very excited to be here and to talk to you all about bringing vision to action. So this is my first FIX conference, and I'm thrilled to be here. I can't tell you how energized I feel and just really full by this whole experience. And I want to get a show of hands of how many of you were at this conference last year. Wow, a lot of you. And how many of you walked away with an idea that you wanted to bring back home and implement? Hi, a lot of you. And how many of you were successful in doing that? Okay, so a little less, but I want to say a lot more than I actually expected, and that just goes to show how powerful the fix, what I think is a movement, really is. So there's a problem, and the problem is, is that we are all inspired by our ideas, but most of us lack the right tools to execute. Creating change is hard work, and it's a skill set that most of us have not been trained or coached in. What I see happen all too often is that we abandon our ideas prematurely, sometimes because of our own fears. Can we really do this? Or concerns we have about our competing obligations. We're busy people. Like many of you, I wear several hats. I'm a clinician, I'm an educator, the mom of two toddlers. <laughs> Is it reasonable for me or for you to take on a new project? And sometimes we walk away from our ideas because we did not get the support or the resources we needed, or frankly, it seemed that no one else cared. Anyone else experience this? Yeah. So for all these reasons, we have lost our momentum and our enthusiasm. This happens when we go back home. So what I'd like to share with you today are four key strategies to move your vision to action. My intentions are that these are strategies that I want you to start using at this conference before you leave so that you can build on this enthusiasm and the resources that you have all around you so that you can go home and bring your ideas to fruition. So the first strategy is to identify a true need for your idea. Your idea should be a solution to a problem. In the business world, this is called a value proposition. Your idea should have value to other people. So how do you show that your idea or your innovation has value to others? How we do this in my work, academics, is called a needs assessment. For example, when I was an education fellow, I wanted to create a reflective writing curriculum. 
I didn't have this in my training, but I saw value for this in the work that we do as emergency physicians. I was passionate about my idea, but I needed to show others that there was a true need, an actual need, not just my perceived need. So the way I did this was first, I became an expert on reflective writing and medical education. I knew the data and I knew the outcomes. I then investigated what was already in place in my program and I gauged interest in my department. I connected my idea with our program's requirements and our program's overall mission and vision to train self-reflective physicians who are compassionate, professional, and would be future leaders in our field. By doing this, I showed that there was an actual need, not just my perceived need. Like my professor taught me, you do not want to be the unwanted solution to the unforeseen problem. <sighs> right? We've all been there. So make sure that you don't just have a great idea, but that your idea is a solution to a true need. All right, so now you're ready for strategy number two, now that you've identified your true need. And this is to create a vision statement. You know your idea is important, but how will you enroll others in your idea? In your vision statement, you will show the outcomes and goals that your idea will bring to others and clearly outline the steps that you plan to take to reach those goals. It can often take many edits to get your vision statement to be clear and succinct. While you do not need everybody on your side or on board, you often will need a specific person's support. Identify who that person is. Maybe they're here at FIX. And reach out to that person. Schedule a meeting so that you can give them your vision statement. Your goal is that that person hearing your idea will be able to visualize what goals and outcomes that your idea or your innovation will bring to others or your department. And they will know the steps that you're going to take to get there. And the third strategy I have for you is to form your coalition. That's been a theme of this conference. Build your rafts. Get your girls together, right? So to me, this is the fun part. You are no longer alone with your idea, but you're sharing it with others. You're giving it permission to flourish and come to life. There's also something to be said for just speaking about your idea, and that way you're also committing to that idea. Coalitions, this is your idea family. These are the people who are just as excited, enthusiastic about your idea as you are. They're the ambassadors for your idea who are going to spread the word. Coalitions should also break all ideas of hierarchy. For example, as junior faculty, a resident is a key player on my coalition for ideas about curriculum design. They not only offer that resident perspective, but they build the enthusiasm among their other residents who are the key stakeholders for my idea. Do you have an idea of the people who you want on your coalition? I want you to write these names down here at this conference and start to reach out to those people, schedule regular meetings with them, and hold each other accountable. The next strategy I have for you is to keep moving forward. Change takes time. While it can feel very exciting, 
there will also always be some struggle in order for there to be progress. A change challenges the status quo, an area where overall people feel pretty comfortable. No matter how inefficient or malignant that status quo is, people learn to work in that. And the natural reaction to fear is going to be uh, change is there's going to be some fear and there's going to be some resistance. Take, for example, the introduction of procedural checklists. Most of us use these. They're pretty commonplace, and we all accept that they're, that they're a good idea and that overall they prevent avoidable errors and save lives. But imagine when they were first introduced. A surgeon who's been in practice for 40 years, maybe at the end of their career, now being told to change the way they have always been doing their work. Naturally, there's going to be some pushback and resistance. See, people question how change affects them personally. Perhaps they've earned a certain status or position from the old way of doing things. Or maybe they fear that they're going to be replaced by new ways of doing things or new people. Our job as leaders of change is to be the momentum that pushes through the barriers. We do this by anticipating hurdles ahead of time and planning for them. We want to give people the support that they need to be successful through change so that we can get to a place where fear and resistance gives way to acceptance and optimism. It's then that we can get to a place where we can reap the benefits of our ideas and reach the goals and the outcomes that we were hoping for. Positive reinforcement, it goes a long way. People need this, we need this, and we don't do enough of it. So break your idea into small goals and celebrate the small wins. So by sharing these four strategies with you, my hope is that you are not only inspired during this conference, but that you develop your vision and you commit that vision to action. Here's what you should consider. What idea most resonates with you at this conference? Or what thing in your life do you want to stand for? First, identify the true need for your idea. Make sure you are not the unwanted solution to the unforeseen problem, but a solution to a real need. And second, create your vision statement, your sales pitch, to enroll others in your idea. And third, deliberately form your coalition of key supporters. Schedule regular meetings with them and hold each other accountable. And fourth, keep moving forward. Our world needs people like all of you who are going to challenge the status quo, to challenge barriers, to prepare for them, be the momentum, to create needed and important changes. These are the people at this conference. That is you. Thank you.